Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about four ways that you can build your authority online. I know that in the beginning of our business, it feels next to impossible to get recognized and to get eyeballs, but I'm going to give you some tips I know it's going to really help you move the needle in your business. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, I want to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time or many episodes. And also big shout out to all the people who reach out to me privately. If you want to reach out to me privately too, make sure that you send me a message at hello at denisechilee.com. And if you've been really loving these podcasts, make sure that you write a review and tell your friends that way we can grow this community and we can get more of what you want being broadcasted. And if you haven't done so already, let's be friends on social media. Tweet me at Denise Chi Lee or follow me on Denise George Lee at LinkedIn where you'll be reading my hot takes and just anything that you need to help you grow your confidence and your brand as well as your service-based business. And with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. This episode was really inspired by a email message that I got from someone a few days ago and they said they're starting off their brand as a copywriter and they don't know how or where to start getting clients, building authority. And they were trying to sunset a other career that they were in and transition full-time into copywriting. And the advice that I'm about to tell you more or less can apply across the board. Does it mean matter if you are a copywriter or a content creator or you want to be a other coach? or whatever you want to do, this is kind of universal advice that I wish somebody told me, but now you're listening to it. The first and most important thing that you need to be doing if you want to build authority is create lots and lots and lots of content. And let me explain what content looks like because it comes in a lot of different varieties. And then when most people think about content, they specifically think about YouTube or Twitter or Instagram and terms of making posts. And posts can be in the variety of text only, it could be videos, it could be a combination of videos and text, it could be graphics, infographics. I'm not really trying to be very specific about what type of content that you need to be creating, but you need to be creating a lot of it over a long period of time. And when I say a long period of time, I believe that at the bare minimum, you need to be testing different types of content every three to six months. And there's a lot of reasons behind only three to six months is because as you grow your audience, you're going to be getting a lot of input from them as to what they really like, what they're not kind of interested in, what they really want to engage in. And that will give you a really key indicator of the content that you want to create more of, what content you want to dial back on. And more importantly, you really want to dive into the kind of content that converts. And when I say convert, I'm talking about the people who express interest, the people who want to opt into your list, the people who 
most importantly, buy your products or services because here's the thing. I think a lot of people get in the habit of just wanting to create followers based on creating content, but the reality is you want sales. You Yes, followers are great because they help spread your your name and it obviously builds some clout, but you create content not so much for that. You create it obviously for sales, but you also create content to improve and refine your skill set. And let me explain it a different way. This past mm, six or seven months, for those of you guys who have been listening for a while, I got a bike from my husband because I got fat. <laughs> anyway, I got a bike and I remember the first couple of times I, I bike ride in and it was a crappy time to start biking in the summer. But anyway, that's when I started in Texas summer when it was literally highs around 100 degrees, 105 Fahrenheit degrees. But anyway, I'm, I'm biking and trying to bike in the morning when the sun's not blasting too hot. And the first type of bike ride was really, really challenging. I didn't really bike very fast, but I wasn't trying to bike very fast or lose a lot of calories at first. It was me just getting accustomed to sitting on the bike, riding the bike, getting accustomed to holding, maneuvering the bike on different types of terrain and improve my comfort level with it. And the same kind of logic translates to why you create content. At first, it feels sloppy. It feels uncomfortable. It feels you're not making any progress. But with continued practice, with continued effort, things start getting smoother. You start getting into a rhythm and things. And you can be able to get into a real flow about when you want to post, how often you want to post, who you want to engage with. And as you're creating content, I just wanted to say this because I wish someone told me that, that you cannot get rattled by trolls and negativity online or just distractions. And I want to give you an example that that still sticks to me to this day. And I was remember telling my husband about this as well, that I know they have Periscope on Twitter. And I know they're getting rid of it. They're fading it out. But I'll never forget my first few times being on Periscope. And I was listening to another business coach. She was giving some personal branding tips. And she's a, she's a very attractive young woman. And I remember she was sitting and she was talking. And somebody went on the chat and said, hey, baby, how you looking? And you're looking good. And I remember as she was talking, I saw her hand extend and she literally just kicked the person out of the broadcast and this continued talking. She smiled and just continued talking as if nothing happened. But on the comment section, you could see that the person was literally kicked out. And I'll never forget how smooth and controlled that she was, that even the fact that someone was trying to distract her and throw off her game, she just continued talking like it was nothing but a thing. And I want to let you know that you should really have that same type of attitude. It doesn't matter if you're creating video content, text only. Somebody is going to try to rattle your cage and make you feel uncomfortable and maybe get you sidetracked or a little off guard. And I want to let you know that it's common. 
especially as your audience grows, it might happen where people are going to literally troll your account. And I wish I could tell you in 2021 that if you're running a business consulting practice or a copywriter or any type of professional thing that nobody is going to do that kind of stuff. Everyone's going to be professional, but unfortunately, that's not the case. I've seen people who've created accounts dedicated to calling out quote-unquote fake business coaches and all sorts of stuff. And it's a lot of negativity because there's a lot of people who are literally miserable and they thrive off trying to make other people feel bad. But I just want to let you know that you can rise above that by not personalizing and and when possible, uh, delete. Uh, negative incendiary comments, ignore pejoratory statements, meaning people are trying to uh, speak negatively about you, block, filter out, delete, mute, whatever you need to do to obviously protect your brand, protect your sanity. Now, are there going to be times where you're not going to be able to delete all that stuff? Absolutely. I've advised clients if somebody writes a negative review, don't ignore it, don't dismiss it, acknowledge that they're, acknowledge the situation, acknowledge the comment, and always go back to reminding people that you are open and available for feedback and provide a resolution and let people know that you are available to discuss the issue more and more details privately. Don't ignore it. And I just wish that somebody told me that as part of the content creation process that you do not at all want to try to avoid, evade, or discredit people if they are writing a review and you can't delete it. Don't try to sweep it on the rug because you want to create an environment of transparency. And if you can showcase to potential clients, hey, if somebody writes a bad review or somebody tries to say something negative on my post, and I can't delete it for whatever reason, then you're able to respond appropriately. Okay, here's another tip to help build your authority is to invite yourself onto shows that align with your business. And let me explain what I'm talking about. I remember a couple years back, I was talking with a young man and he was building a business on essential oils to help lubricate and to help beautify facial hair for men. It was like essential essential oils developed for facial hair for men. And I remember talking with him about it and saying, you need to be on podcasts about skincare specifically for men. You need to be talking with men who are in the fashion industry. You need to be talking with podcast hosts that talk about the benefits of natural remedies. And he was like, why are we even talking about that? I thought that I specifically only want to be promoting myself in regards to the essential oils. And I said, yes, you're doing that by expanding your reach to related topics. Men who are also concerned about good facial hair are more likely also concerned about their hygiene and their appearance and their skin and their well-being. Maybe perhaps going on shows about men and men's empowerment, men confidence. 
you, do you see what I'm trying to say as I'm talking with you about this? You have to find parallels. Look at your business and look about all the things that complement your business. For example, I'm a business coach, but I talk with a lot of digital marketers. You may have listened to my interview with Amy Montgomery. I talk with other business coaches. I talk with digital course creators. I align myself with people who are within my industry, but not necessarily doing the things that I do exactly in my day in, day out. So my challenge to you is look around your specific little ecosystem, your business ecosystem, and ask yourself, okay, I'm. they may not be in my field, but they compliment me because. And my advice to you is don't just write out a list go on your social medias and go scout and look at profiles of people that you really like and and respect are people that are currently in your business group if you are a mastermind or accountability partner and take that next step and say hey let's record a podcast or let's make a video or let's co-write something let's produce some type of work when we're collaborating and we're sharing information, we don't want to just keep it within ourselves. We want to be able to let other people learn and use the information that we have. And by reaching out and connecting and doing collaborative projects, such as creating content or events or whatever, you can be able to showcase your authority. Now, Am I saying that the first or second or perhaps fifth time that you're reaching out to someone that they're automatically all going to say yes and say, yes, absolutely, I want you on my show or yes, absolutely, let's create this course. No, I'm not guaranteeing anything for that matter. But I will say that if you're consistently connecting and collaborating, even on a post, I remember engaging with a copywriter last summer and she loved our interaction so much that she invited me to be on her podcast. That's just one of many examples, but you have to put yourself out there. And I know it feels really scary at first because you're listening to the Introverted Entrepreneur podcast. So a lot of us are kind of a little shy, a little afraid of putting ourselves out there, but nobody is going to give us opportunities unless we raise our hands and declare that we're able and willing to share our information, okay? So I want you to look outside of your own comfort zone and see if you can put yourself into shows or other environments. And actually, that brings me to the next point is surrounding yourself in groups where activities are happening. I have been a big fan of participating in shows where I wasn't a guest, not because I didn't feel that I was worthy of being on the stage myself, but I wanted to surround myself in environments where people are making moves. There's something about the energy of witnessing people in their prime, in their state where they are really inspired to help motivate people. And when you're in that energy where people are really 
either speaking on things that they're passionate about or collaborating or just brainstorming on different things they can do, it can help inspire you to speak boldly and confidently. And if you're in that environment enough times, you're going to want to speak up by nature because why wouldn't you if you're around such positive and inspiring people? At least that's my own idea about that. I think about mm, five or six years ago, I went to my first type of business event. And I remember for the longest time before then, I said, I don't want to go. I can always go on YouTube. I can just read a book. I can take an online course, but I didn't want to go to a seminar. And I remember my mentor at the time told me that, Denise, you need to go out. You need to be a part of communities where things are happening and people are making moves. And if you're around that, those attitudes are completely contagious and inspire you to change. I'll never forget one particular seminar that I went to and somebody was giving a speech explaining about how they were literally running their business from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. every day after she got back from her her shift work at her job and after she tucked in her kids to sleep and she only had two hours to spend and she did that for seven years and that's only after seven years she started making enough progress where she was able to transition from her making her side gig into her full-time job her passion and listening to that made me realize, wait a minute, if she's willing to do that, raise her kids as a single parent while working full time and then doing those two hours, even that she feels completely exhausted and then only having six hours of sleep and then waking up and then going and repeating it all again, what is stopping me? What is stopping me? And I was still, I was married at the time, but my, my son wasn't born. And so often, we make excuses for ourselves, but when we're in environments where people are facing really challenging circumstances, it puts our own situations in perspective and it helps us brainstorm and think about ways that we can empower ourselves and we can do different things. And that only happens when we're in those environments and also, when you're in those environments, you can be able to share and collaborate with other people, other things that that they haven't have considered. And if they remember you, they're going to want to work with you and not add just as potential as a client, but perhaps collaborating on something. Okay. Now, here's another idea as building your authority as a leader is get some real world skills. Obviously, we're we want to grow our business, but if you're not getting a lot of business traction, why don't you volunteer your services for an organization or a community or group that needs a skill set that you have? For example, my mind's stuck on copywriting, but I want to talk about copywriting. Let's say that you want to get more on your resume as a copywriter. Why don't you volunteer 
for a couple hours a week or whatever time you can permit for our group like the Red Cross or women's rights or whatever you're passionate about. Why don't you volunteer, build up your resume, build up your skill set. And while you're doing that, you're also helping a community that really matters most to you. And while you're doing that, you can be able to be exposed to other people that can help put you into paid positions. Don't always think that the road to prosperity or to just making big bucks only comes through those paid ventures. It can come in the most unlikely of circumstances. Keep yourself open and oftentimes there are so many people who need your skill set, need your expertise, but they may not be in the position of affording it. I'm not sitting here and telling you that you should barter. I'm not sitting here telling you that you should just give away all your stuff for uh, umpteen part of time. I need you to have some boundaries about what is reasonable, what makes you feel good that doesn't feel that you are not being abused for your time and your resources. That's why I said two hours. But for some people, it could be only a half an hour or once a month. You have to decide what makes sense for you and for your business. And obviously managing against all the things that you need to do to help promote yourself. I'm not sitting here and telling you that it always has to be one way and not the other. Constantly reevaluate and make shifts and pivots as your schedule changes, okay? So let's now recap everything that we've been talking about. Four ways to build your authority as a leader online is most importantly, create lots of content. Make sure that you revisit it every three to six months. Number two, invite yourself onto shows that align with your business. Make sure that you identify and reach out, not just identify, reach out people who you really like, who you admire, people that you could get along well, and make some magic. Create a show, create a con- some type of content. It could be a podcast like this, whatever, just just get creative. You'd be amazed what you can find out if you just reach out. Number three, surround yourself in groups where activities are happening. Positive attitude is insanely contagious. And when you're exposing yourself, you'd be amazed at things that you will pick up and learn. And lastly, get real world skills. It doesn't have to be paid. You can volunteer in places and groups that are making impacts that really matter most to you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that really popped in your mind? If so, make sure that you record that in your journal or your phone or whatever. When something or someone says something that really impacts me, I record it so the memory's fresh in my mind. All right. Thank you so much for listening again. Take care and be awesome.